0: and gentlemen welcome aboard the monday morning monorail podcast this is justin monorail but i'm not alone i have two monorail co-pilots joining me today on my right is garrett garrett what
1: Uh, monorail (laughs) (laughs) and then
0: across from me is
1: samantha monorail
0: (laughs) (laughs) got you both to say it yes you did good today is october the 8th and this is episode 25 you know what what's funnier than 24?
1: 25? 25. 25. <laughs> Your dad is on a roll right now. <laughs> That's a
0: SpongeBob quote. So it doesn't that doesn't fit into our Disney theme, but
1: but it's still to be appreciated. It
0: should be appreciated. We can appreciate things outside of the Disney the Disney world as it were at times. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's SpongeBob. Yeah. So, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We are going to start off the day going through some Disney news. Then we're going to hop over to M34D for a very spooky Disney deep dive with the Dawes. And then we're going to wrap the day up with our last part. Uh, well, asterisk last part of the planning a Walt Disney World vacation anthology. Um, and it, we're going to talk about like what to pack when you go to the parks, what to pack for your trip, all that sort of thing. Yeah. So get ready. Strap in. Here we go. Zero to 60, rock and roller coaster.
1: Woo. <laughs> I wish I could do like an Aerosmith scream or something. Um, ah. Well, <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: You do have all these bandanas tied to your microphone, so that's pretty appropriate.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is podcasting. You I don't have to tell them.
1: Yes, I have yeah, ban- so a lot of bandanas. Mm-hmm. There's even a pink one.
0: Of course. It's got to <laughs> be a pink one. All right. Let's get into it. So we're going to start off with a couple of articles regarding restaurants that are coming to resorts at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, one of them is an existing restaurant that's getting a makeover. Okay. Actually, both of them are, technically. Oh, okay. So, restaurant reboots.
1: Wait. Two restaurant I, I reboots. Think I might know one.
0: Oh, okay, which one? Tell me what you think it is.
1: That one at the beach club? Nope. The one, Wait. The uh, Wilderness the there flage. is one at Wilderness Lodge. The fancy place though is what I'm talking about. The
0: It's not at the or it's not at the beach club.
1: Okay. What it's is it? It's at the it?
0: Caribbean Beach.
1: Caribbean Right, that different, one though. Different
0: place. It's not as fancy.
1: Right. Wait, Is, is it the place that we went to? No. Oh, that was off. I don't know. <laughs> They're two different places. Er, er. The
0: beach club is where Beaches and Cream is. Okay. Caribbean Beach is a place we didn't go to, but it's where they have the pirate themed hotel rooms that I think we should stay in someday.
1: Yeah, yeah looks cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, all right, let's start with let's start with Wilderness Lodge since Garrett brought that one up first. So we had talked about Artist Point is getting a bit of a makeover and character dining is actually coming to that restaurant. So this was a, already a signature dining place and now it's becoming what they call storybook dining. And it's going to be Snow White themed. Oh, and and cool. we've talked about this in the past before because one of the things that's pretty neat is that you're going to get a chance to meet the queen.
1: Yeah. And
0: that'll be pretty cool. And you can have poison apples.
1: I want to go. Yeah. That sounds awesome.
0: So starting December 16th, 2018, you can actually start dining at this new character experience. And we have information about the pricing. It's $55 for adults, 33 for children, ages 3 to 9. And each guest will receive... One of one of each appetizer, their choice of entree, and one dessert, as well as their choice of a non-alcoholic fountain beverage. Alcoholic and non-alcoholic specialty beverages are not included in that price, so you can you can get them; they're just not included. Right. So until November tenth, Artist Point will continue to operate as a signature di- dining, and then it'll switch over after that. And it'll so, but you can start rec- making reservations today. It's actually out there. You go into My Disney Experience, and you can start booking this up. And you're going to want to because I feel like this is going to be a place that's going to be in demand.
1: Yeah, it sounds really cool.
0: According to Disney, Storybook Dining at Artist Point will invite guests to venture into an enchanted forest-like setting inspired by Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hmm. There you'll enjoy a delicious meal of fantastic fare and visits from Snow White, Dopey, and Grumpy. Delightful music and activities will help bring the classic fairy tale to life, and you'll even have an opportunity to encounter the queen.
1: That's so cool. I want to meet her.
0: Yeah, that'll be pretty I neat.
1: bet she'll serve the apple.
0: It would be awesome. I think that's what we said before. Like, It'd be cool if she actually brought you the, the poisoned apple. Yeah. Now, you remember the other one we talked about, the other restaurant? Yes. You said it's at Caribbean Beach. Do you remember what it's being changed? It's, it, they shuttered shutters. Right? That was my good joke from before, so we're bringing it back.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) And
0: it's changing to...
1: I don't know. (laughs) The the cool place. (laughs) Is it it, um, Daisy and Donald Duck?
0: Think about Caribbean. Characters that would be there.
1: Jack Sparrow. Moana?
0: (laughs) It's Sebastian's Bistro. Oh,
1: duh. Yeah. I, I don't think is from Barrow.
0: the Caribbean. No, she's in the Pacific. Okay.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's true, but that's yeah. n- that's not the case. In this case, it's Sebastian. And this restaurant restaurant is now open for reservations, and it will actually open starting October 8th with lunch from 11 to 4 and dinner from 4 to 10. Hmm. So get your reservations today. It's located on the waterfront. I mean, if you knew where Shutters was at Caribbean Beach, then you know where this is.
1: Uh- You talked about this on Twitter.
0: I did talk about (laughs) this on Twitter. And
1: I replied with me saying this would be me at the restaurant eating crab legs. Exactly.
0: I capitalize on your lack of memory.
1: I am so tired.
0: (laughs) So uh, the the menu is going to blend Latin and Caribbean flavors with an interior that reflects tropical beachfront home from coral patterns and kelp filigree to lure-inspired art and nautical designs. And I saw some of the (laughs) pictures, and it's pretty neat. Like, they do have... Little Mermaid kind of characters and paintings on the walls, but they're made of, it's almost like, I don't want to say mosaic style, but it's not like it's just a picture of Sebastian. It's almost like it's an outline of Sebastian made of like fish and stuff like that. It's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Hmm. So cool. the thing that I said on Twitter is that I, one of the features on the menu is crab cakes. And I just mm-hmm. have to wonder, wouldn't yes. you feel a bit uncomfortable ordering crab cakes at Sebastian's Bistro? No. Like Sebastian, That's a single tear a single tear will come from his eyes. No. Well, I will
1: eat Sebastian. <laughs>
0: I don't think you can get crab like in the shell, but they do have crab cakes.
1: Well, I would eat crab in a shell. I would eat crab cakes. Crab a la mode, <laughs> I <guess laughs> A la mode. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I guess the boss got hungry.
0: Yeah exactly. Guess who gonna be on the plate? <laughs> oh no <laughs> He was right, fish in the bowl are lucky. Okay. Let's talk about a few changes that are coming to the parks really quick. One is, we didn't mention this last week. I don't think, because I I, I don't think I knew about it. But Tom Sawyer's Island is going to be shutting down for two months for refurbishment. So sometime in mid-October, it's going to shut down. It's not going away or anything. It's just, I think this is regularly scheduled maintenance.
1: Not today, alligators.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then also, Captain Jack Sparrow is coming back to the Magic Kingdom. So September 29th. Captain Jack's pirate tutorial actually stopped. They actually shut it down. That meant Captain Jack was no longer going to be interacting with guests. But now you can actually meet Captain Jack daily in the same place that the pirate tutorial was held. And so they're actually uh, communicating greeting times that are available in the times guides. Hmm. So he's just somebody you can come up and meet now. And I guess he could, if he wanted to, he could go ahead and dub you a pirate at that time. Yeah. You just don't get the full tutorial anymore. At the Hollywood Studios... If you're interested in such a thing, you can actually get a sneak, exclusive preview of the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Huh? Yeah, movie coming out in a couple of months. I think I, it's coming out in December. I it might be November. I don't know if
1: I'm aware of this. We've seen
0: previews for it. You just may may not have registered with you what it was, but yeah, I know I know it's been attached they, to some movies.
1: Uh, whenever we went to the center bar, there was. Mm-hmm. And add an ad for it. It looks how, cool. How did I miss it? Maybe I, if I read, if I see like a a snippet, I would be like, oh yeah, duh. A Jaipur snippet. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> huh. <Shut> uh <up.
0: laughs> Yeah, that would be. I, I think it looks pretty cool. It looks like it's gonna be like lots of special effects and I don't know, like quite a spectacle is what I'm looking for with that one. I, I think I'm more excited about that than I was for a Wrinkle in Time, which we still haven't seen.
1: Yeah, it, I don't see that.
0: It did. It, it, it's it, It's on Netflix now. We could oh. watch it. Yeah. And then, last week, we were talking about Rafiki's Planet Watch getting shut down, and I wanted to update that, because just this past week, Disney actually released a statement about the future of the Planet Watch, and it's a little strange, because I felt like the first thing they communicated pretty much said it was done. Yeah. And it's gone. Yeah. Well, there was an outcry about it, because obviously, like I mentioned, that this was kind of based around the central theme of what Animal Kingdom's all about, which is conservation and and wildlife education and things like that. So this was the statement from Disney that came out this past week. Starting October 21st, Rafiki's Planet Watch and Wildlife Express will not be available to guests. We anticipate reopening Rafiki's Planet Watch and Wildlife Express in spring 2019 with more details to come. In the meantime, we will be taking a closer look at the offering to determine what would be most meaningful to our guests as well as what fits best within the overall park experience. So... Obviously, the idea was that they were going to overhaul this area, right? but people, I think, I don't know, maybe it didn't have anything to do with the reaction um, once people found out that they were closing it down, but maybe it did. And and so Disney felt the need to come back and say, well, hold on. It's not going away forever. It's going to come back, but it might be different. This is is kind of what I'm taking this as, which I guess we all knew that anyway, but maybe they're still going to call it Rafiki's Planet Watch.
1: Yeah, they gotta please the crowds. They do. You know?
0: That's what it's all about. Mm hmm. If people aren't coming in, they're not getting those dollars.
1: hmm. You don't wanna make people angry. You, you don't wanna keep, uh, you know, sales up.
0: You don't wanna alienate the fans.
1: Garrett, you're like a marketing lizard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you should have talked to Toys R Us before they shut down.
1: Yeah. Don't all, make people all angry. Needed, <laughs> all they needed to do was go online. Toys R Us? Mm-hmm.
0: To combat things like Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. That's what all the other stores are trying to do with same-day delivery type stuff. Yep. Toys R Us should have done it. But they might be coming back as well. Did you hear about that? Nope. That's, that's, a, that's, okay. that's neither here You're nor there. You're going down a road. I
1: heard, I heard about that. Yeah. You're going down a path. I am.
0: Okay. Last thing I wanted to mention. Coming up on November 18th. No, no, no. November 4th. Excuse me. November 4th from 8 to 10.01 10, p.m. Exactly. What? Yeah. ABC television is going to air Mickey's 90th Spectacular.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. A celebration of Mickey's 90th birthday. He doesn't look a day over 88. I mean... He looks great.
1: I look older than Mickey.
0: Honestly, he looks great. He and Minnie... They they've held up well. Time has has been kind to them.
1: There's some hot Actually,
0: to be honest, they look better than they used to.
1: They're some hot mice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they look
0: They've gotten better with age. Like, like Dolly Parton.
1: <laughs> they look like they're they're like 20.
0: They do. They look They look young. They look like a young Obviously, they haven't even settled down yet, not married or anything. So, this is going to be a show. It's going to To me, I get the impression this is going to be a bit of a variety show. There're going to be lots of celebrities participating in this, and they just announced a few new ones, like Josh Gad, the voice of Olaf, Skylar Astin from Pitch Perfect, um, Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter Kelsey Ballerini, actor Miles Brown from Blackish, Anna Camp from Pitch Perfect, Wendy mcclendon covey from The Goldbergs, and Sage Steele, ESPN Sports Center. In addition to Louis Fonzie and Tori Kelly, they're going to perform. Apparently, Bob Burgess and Sharon Baird from the original Mickey Mouse Club are going to make a special appearance. And also on hand will be Kristen Bell, Sophia Carson, Josh Groban, of course, <laughs> Tony Hale, Sarah Hyland, Robert Iger, um, NCT 127, I don't know what that is, Leslie Odom Jr., Megan Trainor, and Zach Brown Band. Really? Zach Brown Band shows up everywhere that surprises me. Like, Aren't they the ones that are like, Cold beer
1: on a Friday night. Isn't that who they are? I have no idea.
0: I'm, I think they are. And if that's who it is, I have a story about this. We live in the South, right? We are inundated with country music all the time. and we're oh, no-
1: I somehow avoid it, and I don't not, even know it's cool anymore. Well,
0: we're not like country music fans, but we live in the land of country music. Like Nashville is just down the road from us.
1: Garrett is a huge fan. No, Garrett, I hate it. <laughs> Garrett
0: loves country music. But my story is that I had to travel to New York for work uh, frequently over the last couple of years, and I decided I was going to go to a Mets game. It is chicken fried. Little bit of chicken fried. You know that song? No. Anyway, so here I am in New York. I go to a Mets game thinking, you know, this is a likely place that I won't have to deal with country music and find out that the Zac Brown Band was coming to Mets Stadium To perform like a month from when I was there, and they played Chicken Fried, and every freaking New Yorker in the stadium was singing it. What? I'm not kidding. I was like,
1: even know this song. I was like,
0: what is going on? New (laughs) Yorkers
1: know country. They,
0: they. I think it's one of those things that they think it's kind of cool because you know it's not from where they're from or something. I don't know. I don't get the appeal. We have New Yorkers that listen to this show, so let me just put this out there. If this if this is something you enjoy, I would love to know what is the appeal to you.
1: Right. Seriously. Well, I mean, what's chicken. the appeal to us, well, then? Well,
0: I will say, for Fried people who chicken. grow up in the South, at least it's kind of like, oh, this is the song of the land nostalgia? that I am from. No, not, not not necessarily nostalgia. You know, they're singing about out on the farm in the, in the pickup truck with my dog, and my wife left me in People can relate to this. We no, all.
1: No, we don't live like that Tornadoes all, picked
0: up my trailer, and now I don't have a place to live. You know, we all relate well, to this down here.
1: I butchered some animals. Yes, yes. <laughs> Butcher, I butchered it?
0: some animals. That happens everywhere, to be I honest. I mean,
1: I guess I do have the grandma with the farm and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we live in a subdivision we where all, everybody lives pretty close, and we have tiny yards. We're
0: we're more a little more suburban than other people but you know that we don't live very far from Redneckville.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is right around the and corner. And they
0: and they <laughs> and they dance barefoot to that fiddle.
1: I mean, I like a fiddle though. See?
0: There you go. That so <laughs> that it appeals to you. But why why this massive? appeal Why did Zach Brown Band go sell out the Met Stadium? It's crazy to me. But anyway, yeah. that's like fish out of water. Yeah. All right, we're clearly off track.
1: Always. Yeah
0: watch the mickey's 90th spectacular on november 4th abc got it from 8 to 1001
1: in my calendar now
0: and you'll see okay. megan trainer it's all about that base but now it's all about m34d we're going to take a break we'll be right back with a disney deep dive with the Dawes. don't go away and in segment 3 we're going to wrap up our planning a disney vacation series whoop stick whoop. with us gentlemen welcome back to the monday morning monorail podcast this is m34d and for those of you who are the uninitiated that's the disney deep dive with the dawes and joining me every week as he does or else this wouldn't be the disney deep dive with the dawes is the dawes himself landon the dawes do welcome back to the monorail landon it
2: is hard to have an m34d without one of the d's in there what's up buddy
0: not much man happy halloween season to you officially
2: Yes the uh, haunting season is upon us. Uh, can can we just go ahead and get this out of the way? Halloween is by far the best holiday we in America have. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know there could be like some wait no Oktoberfest might be close. <laughs> yeah, now, now that now that uh, we're over the uh the drinking age but but Halloween still you know Good holiday.
0: It's solid for sure. It's it's a great time (laughs) for 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 those of us like man babies who never really want (laughs) to never really want to grow up and always like to dress up and play pretend um, Halloween is a good season. And, uh, you know, considering that we have decided that we're taking M3 4D in a very spooky direction for the next several episodes. And we're going to focus in on attractions that are a little unconventional for Walt Disney World, considering the idea is that it's for everybody, and um, everybody's supposed to be able to enjoy everything. And not everybody enjoys spooky attractions, so maybe that's why some of these aren't around anymore. But we are going to start this conversation with a throwback. This was a day one attraction at Walt Disney World, at the Magic Kingdom, and it's no longer with us. R.I.P.
2: R.I.P. in peace, baby.
0: That's right. Um, But when it was there, it certainly left a lasting impression on those who experienced it. And I am talking, of course, (laughs) about Snow White's scary adventure as we knew it, but originally Snow White's adventure in Fantasyland of the Magic Kingdom. So, Landon, the first thing I want to start with was... Did you? Did, did little Landon Doan get to experience the Snow White's scary adventures before it closed down?
2: Originally, when we were talking about doing uh, doing this particular attraction for this episode, I was thinking, no, I didn't. I didn't ride this ride when when little Landon went. But after watching some of the videos on YouTube, it unlocks some repressed memories. So yes, <laughs> I did go on this attraction. And spoiler alert, it scared the crap out of me then. And it's still a little unsettling as <laughs> well, an adult, yeah. if we're being completely <laughs> honest.
0: You, you have these memories that, yeah, we're, we're digging up some feelings here. and uh, Not I, good feelings. Not good <laughs> feelings. So I remember it, too, and I did ride this ride. And, and it actually took me going back to watch the video of the original version to remember. I did experience that before they changed it and tried oh. to make it a little less scary. Um, but, man, oh, man, this thing, you know, the Haunted Mansion is, you know, considered the spook house in the Magic Kingdom and, and really in the entire Walt Disney World Resort, um, unless you want to throw Tower of Terror in there. But really, Haunted Mansion is the spook house. It's it's the king of the spooks.
2: Hey, hey, real quick. Let's give a quick shout out to uh, Stitch's Great Escape. It's t- Great Escape. It's terrifying for different reasons. <laughs>
0: That's true. But I think that uh, people never expected something... Yeah, so so spooky and scary from a snow white ride and, and really you and I were talking about this before. The haunted mansion has, has a decidedly kind of two side it's like two sides of the same coin. You, the first part of the ride has really a distinct kind of spooky ghost house kind of feel. The second ha- half of the ride gets a little bit silly when you you know you go out of the attic and now you're in the graveyard and they're singing uh, you know the um, grim grinning ghost. And
2: about to yeah. by the way, like, like, just go ahead and start cranking that for, this, for the month solid. Like, like, that's all I want to hear is grim grinning ghosts.
0: <laughs> well, this ride never really gave you that reprieve, especially in the original version. Um, so before we get too far into it, just to, just to set the table, the Snow White's Snow White's Adventure, when it first opened in the Magic Kingdom Park, was a traditional dark ride um, very similar to other things that we've already talked about, like Peter Pan, uh, Peter Pan's flight. Although this one, you didn't go off the ground. It's all on the ground. Um, and I, I tend to, one of the things that I think about when I think of Walt Disney world attractions, like dark rides are a staple. Like that's a signature kind of a move for Disney to put in a dark ride. Cause it's a great way to tell a story and it's a great way to like dark rides are something that everybody can ride because it's not like it's a roller coaster with like height restrictions or physical restrictions for people who have like maybe a bad back or something like that. It's easy for people to get on and off, even people who need, you know, some accessible options. So, so dark rides are kind of a go-to. I know dark rides are one of my favorite things to do when I go to Walt Disney World. So this was your standard typical dark ride on the surface. But once you got in there, it took you through the story of snow white from well initially from the perspective of snow white so if you remember when we talked about peter peter pan's flight that the original concept of that ride was that you were in the place of peter pan so you were experiencing the ride through his eyes so he he did not make an appearance in that ride
2: and if you remember in that episode when we talked about Peter Pan, people came out complaining, where was Peter <laughs> Pan? Yeah. And history ends up repeating itself because people were saying the same thing about Snow White in this aspect.
0: Exactly. So this ride was the same concept. Let, let's let the people experience this story through the eyes of Snow White. But I will say, even though, you know, that, so that was like misstep number one, because people come out and they're like, where, where was Snow White? What the heck? Snow White's adventure. She's not even in there. Um, so it's maybe a little high concept for us dumb tourists, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I do actually have a note. It's like, were people just really that dumb?
0: Well, I, I get. I mean, <laughs> but you know, I, the other thing is for the kids. You know, they're going in. The, well, and in this one in particular, talk cool. about talk about a bait and switch because imagine imagine the kids it's hard to remember back you know when we experienced it the first time but imagine the kids that are like oh i remember snow white and she's singing songs to birds and she's hanging out with the dwarves and dopey's dancing around and it's all very silly it's going to be fun it's going to be so much fun we're going to come out whistling a, a happy tune no absolutely not because we're gonna come about sobbing and and typically that's what was happening kids coming off this ride or just cry like probably damaged forever
2: yeah, like I was going to say, I'm willing to bet a, uh, a psychiatrist or two was able to fund a, a <sighs> an escape, like like a, a summer home just based on all the therapy from this ride.
0: Oh, yeah. Therapy was required for sure for, for some kids who just basically got blindsided by. And, and what I was trying to build to comparing it to the Haunted Mansion is that there was no whimsy or silliness in the first version of this ride. You watch it and mm-hmm. there, there are jump scares repeatedly. Several of them. Yeah. <laughs> From a, from a crazy,
2: manic-looking witch at yeah. every turn, it seemed.
0: Yeah, and not only that, you've got loud noises, you've got strobe lights, and at the end of the ride, from your perspective, you die. Yeah, she tries to kill you with a boulder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, and and and, and let's look, let's not uh, shortchange the dark forest because if you remember, those trees, a had faces that <laughs> were just straight up menacing. These trees lo- moved and tried to grab at your cart as you went by. Yeah, and we're the not trees even, were out to kill
0: you. Not even it. mentioning the alligators snapping at you oh. as you go by,
2: <laughs> like. <laughs> Shoot, I just, my blood, my blood pressure is going up just talking about this I y'all. know,
0: like it's scary with just adults talking about it Can you imagine like pitching this Like, okay, we're going to make a kid's ride about Snow White. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna <laughs> scare the bejesus out of them for about five minutes.
2: Yeah, you know that beloved character with the with the seven dwarves that everybody loves, throw all of that out the window. We are going to make kids pee their pants. Like like I said it when when uh, doing some prep work for this episode. I went back and watched uh, some videos of the originals. Like there were moments where you could hear children just start to cry <laughs> several times throughout the ride. And it's like, of course, me being the cynical jerk that I am watching it on. The internet I thought that was kind of funny but at the Time when I was in that same situation Not so
0: funny well exactly that's Why because it's it's like you experienced It so now you can watch these Kids and you're like yeah that's right it's like It's like they, <laughs> they have to earn their stripes Just like I did riding that ride You know it may have been you crying in one Of those videos actually
2: very possibly <laughs> I Am a big crier
0: <laughs> But if you can't laugh at yourself Exactly
2: um, I wouldn't laugh at anybody then <laughs>
0: Yeah Um. So Much like some of the other rides that we've talked about as day one attractions, this was also a uh, ride at Disneyland that that got, you know, uh, duplicated and and moved over to the Walt Disney World Resort. And just like the Walt Disney World Resort version, the Disneyland version has been changed and updated. And and they've tried to lighten the tone. So, basically, in, in 1994, they shut the ride down in the Magic Kingdom. They went back. They actually... You know, added Snow White in because she wasn't there before, and they reduced the seven witch figures down to six, one less. Oh, just six. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the queue up a little bit, and um, you know, you actually get to you, you hear like um, Snow White singing the "I'm Wishing" song, and,
2: and 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 by the way, going back again to watching videos, that song is stuck in my head. The <laughs> like like. I'm going to be hearing that for days, so I hope you, I hope you uh, you appreciate what me and Justin do. Yeah, what we've
0: gone story. through here. That's right. <laughs> uh, but they and then they also added a magic mirror that wasn't in the original version. I don't know, man. It's it's just it it blows my mind that this was greenlit, and not only was it greenlit, it actually lasted for twenty years before. The- <laughs> before they changed it
2: well and speaking on the haunted mansion like there are some people theorizing online again uh shout out to yesterworld entertainment because this is where i get this tidbit uh claude coates could have been the original supervisor on the construction of this ride and coates worked on the haunted mansion and he was one of those forces that was really pushing for a more scary haunted mansion as opposed to the whimsical and fun one we ended up getting so i mean there's a possibility that if Coates was indeed the original supervisor on this project, he just poured all of his scary stuff into this attraction. Now, we then have to question why he decided to make a ride about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs terrifying. <laughs> but, I mean, like, like you said before we started rolling, maybe he just needed an outlet.
0: Yeah, I think he did. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that witch is pretty scary in Snow White. I think that I can run with that because she is definitely the main event. Oh like, my
2: god, she's terrifying. That like, ride. Like, oh, like not only is she an evil witch, she looks deranged and yeah. manic at every turn. Because it seems like every time you go around a new a new turn, she pops out and there she is right in your face, looking crazy.
0: Yeah. And there are some things that are in that ride that I felt like as I was watching it, I was like, it wasn't even necessary to have this scary part in the ride like it's got this the skeleton like if you remember in the original oh, video, yeah. mm-hmm. just just like turn back
2: turn yeah. back it's like uh again this, this 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 is a ride about snow white right
0: <laughs> so
2: well, and he, even even then, like is, uh, in the original one, as the ride goes through, at one point you do come into what what I assume is the uh, is the dwarves' cabin. Even the furniture looks terrified.
0: It does. It all like, has spooky what faces. What is going on? Why? <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. It's nuts.
2: Yes, to put it very politely.
0: Yeah. Basically, like we said, they decided to try to correct some of this in 94. They shut the ride down, made some changes. They, they actually introduced the, the scene in the dwarves' cabin. You actually get to see the dwarves like kind of dancing and having a good time, which makes it a little lighter there. Yep. Um, and, and they did add Snow White You see her a couple times on the ride now So it's not just like where's the title character From <laughs> from the movie So she's <laughs> yeah, there it's,
2: it's, it, Yeah it's no longer that whole point of view uh, from Snow White So yeah. give the people what they want you get I, to, I've heard some people say
0: When you first start the ride she's actually sitting uh, Or was sitting like over to the side Kind of in the castle courtyard Shirking her responsibilities Because it looks like <laughs> she should have been scrubbing stairs But instead she's singing to birds
2: yep and and if you notice the uh the, the the queen is looking down it's like god this girl again oh,
0: like, oh my god i can so relate to that feeling like
2: it's so hard to find good help in this <laughs> mythical land that i live in as i'm a, a queen as
0: a terrible parent as i've mentioned before like i i can definitely relate to looking out the window going what is happening right now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I feel you on that one evil queen um But, but yeah, so, so they made some upgrades. They, they actually, the funny thing is they changed the name at that time to Snow White's Scary Adventures. They added the word scary into it, even though they were trying to lighten it up a little bit. But this was, I guess it was kind of like, now we've, we've put a little bit of a warning in there because they still had some scary stuff. One of the first things you see when you start the ride and it lasted, you know, when they uh, remade it was it's the queen looking in the mirror And she does a nice little cool effect where she turns around and she's turned into the witch, which is a really cool and effective thing. But it's it's scary.
2: (laughs) Yes to both. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very, very much. Yes to both.
0: Oh, um, one of the things I wanted to mention was they they've obviously made some changes to the Disneyland version as well. But this was something that I thought was was pretty interesting. So I read that at one point in the Disneyland version of the ride, the evil the evil witch was holding out the poison apple close enough to the ride vehicles that it could be snatched out of her hand and so it was and (laughs) so so people would end up taking it home with them as a souvenir and it's a a
2: one-of-a-kind you can't get it in any disney store
0: yeah exactly so they've changed that now to where the apple is a hologram so you can still swipe at it but you'll never grab it which is cool i actually think that's a really cool effect i wish Mm
2: -hmm. and and actually like if you do if you do try to reach out and grab it there is now a uh, a sound effect. The the witch cackles at you if you do successfully try to reach out and oh, quote see, unquote grab the apple.
0: That's awesome. I now, of course, unfortunately, here on the east coast, Snow White Scary Adventures has closed. You know. Yep.
2: Once again, R.I.P. in peace.
0: As of uh, May thirty first, twenty twelve, it closed down to make way for Princess Fairy Tale Hall, which. Uh, <laughs>
2: What are you kidding me? Like, okay, yes, this ride did scar and terrify a whole generation of Disney fans, but you're tearing it down just for a meet and greet? Like, well, seriously?
0: I feel like we need more dark ride, interactive kind of experiences like that, where you could kind of reach out and trigger something, because um, mm-hmm. there's not enough of that. That's really cool. That I don't, I can't think. Of another example, especially in Walt Disney World, of something like that happening, other than if you tried to reach out and grab something in any of the other rides, you're going to get yelled at. and, yep, and probably, The lights will come
2: on, <laughs> sir. Please stop doing that. You, uh, we won't ask again.
0: Yeah, it's going to turn very interactive when the Disney police come <laughs> and get you and es- escort you from the park. You're going to Disney jail. Yeah, so, uh, but that's that's cool. I like that. That's a cool quirk. And, and if you do want to experience... Snow White's Scary Adventures. You can still do that in Disneyland. So it's not gone forever. And just like Mr. Toad, it still exists on the West Coast. We just don't have it here on the East Coast. So I, I didn't have much else to add. Landon, did you have any other facts or notes before we close up the book on this one?
2: Not off the top of my head. Just going back to the point, like, why was the ride right about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves designed to be terrifying? Like, just why?
0: I, who knows? <laughs> I don't know that we I don't know that we can ever answer that question at this point. And this is one of those things where I was going to say, well, obviously Walt wasn't involved in this, but surely in the Disneyland version, he had a hand in that. You know, he knew what was going on. He was giving the thumbs up at that point. I I know he had passed before the Magic Kingdom opened, but the Magic Kingdom version was inspired by the Disneyland version and and he let it go. So <laughs> Uh, I I can't even excuse it away that way. He was not a hands off boss, so he knew what was up, and and he and he put it in there. So I will say, I mean, I think that that's kind of like a a dark ride, kind of spooky, spook house kind of thing is like a classic theme park kind of an element. But at the same time, you know, Walt was kind of going for a different thing, and I don't know that I don't know he was interested in like scarring children as it has so
2: <laughs> but crazy how that worked out
0: yeah but he did it you're gonna leave a mark one way or another
2: <laughs> <laughs> they'll definitely remember it or or in my case i guess they'll remember it bury it deep down and then it will, uh, all those terrifying memories will come flooding back when you record a podcast like 20 years later that's right
0: so i hope that just listening to this deep dive didn't bring up any like awful memories or terrible experiences for you our lovely listener Landon, it's going to be fun this month. I, I'm excited to, to move on to the the rides we've selected for the next several episodes. But thanks so much for helping me dig into Snow White. And before we go, why don't you tell people where else they can hear you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash That's where you can find the latest musings for me, 280 characters at a time. I also wrote a website, buttmunchchips.com. That's where you can find the exclusively posted Game of Thrones talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, where myself and Hunter East have a episode-by-episode breakdown of Season 7 of HBO's award-winning series, Game of Thrones. Whenever Season 8 comes back, Hunter and I will return. But in the meantime, if you're a fan of the sweet science of professional wrestling, head over to the iTunes Store and be sure to subscribe to Near Fall Radio. That's where you can hear myself and another voice you might be familiar with talk about uh, the WWE. Uh, Sometimes we touch on some indie stuff, but it's generally talking about the uh, world that Vince McMahon has created. We just had an episode drop previewing the now- past uh super showdown or as we lovingly refer lovingly referred to it as super brawl saturday
0: i don't know what i don't know
2: I don't know, but uh, yeah, that is available on the iTunes store. So be sure to head over there and subscribe and leave us a review. And uh, and if you uh, give us a five star review and include your name in the review, Jay will do a wrestling promo about you. And those are always fun. So be sure to do that and uh, keep listening to this podcast. I mean, you've made it halfway through. You might as well make it to the end of the se- uh, end of the show. Yeah. There's only one more segment. Yeah, come I mean, on, come on,
0: guys. It's gonna be fun. So stick with us. I promise it'll it'll pay off.
2: <laughs> yes, and uh, and giving a tease on what we're going to be talking about later this month, if you can believe this or not, this is not the most terrifying ride, at least in my experience at Walt Disney World. So, uh, we'll talk about that in a couple weeks.
0: That's right. We're gonna get even weirder <laughs> things. <laughs> what things we call about a to get tease funky, the
2: business, y'all.
0: I think I, I think we've got two candidates for even scarier experiences coming up. And mm-hmm. and and get ready, because October 29th, Monday, October 29th, we are going all Haunted Mansion all the time. Yes! So that's coming the episode
2: up. I the, the episode that I came onto this podcast for. After that, <laughs> you might not ever see me he's again. wrapping it up. <laughs> I might just peace out and start my own rival podcast, uh, Ultimate Six Universal Flags. Talk. Oh, Universal Talk. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Or Ut. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: ke- <laughs> catch landing on Ut. But until then... <laughs> Uh, Landon, thanks so much for joining me here. We'll see you next week.
2: Looking forward to it, bud.
0: Welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Let's get to the topic at hand. Today, we're going to wrap up our planning a Walt Disney World vacation series. And today, it's all about what to pack for your vacation. So let's start by talking about, and we're just going to make this a discussion. We're going to bounce things around and talk about what we recommend taking with you when you go down to Walt Disney World. First, we'll talk about what to actually put in your suitcase, your carry-on, whatever it may be. Yeah. Then we'll actually talk about like when you go into the park. What should you take with you to make sure you're prepared for the day? Thinking about packing up.
1: A toothbrush. Get ready. Uh,
0: toothbrush. And underwear. Underwear. Clean underwear. Clean correct. Underwear. correct. Phone. Socks. Phone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Got to take your chargers. Steel rod. Well, that's something you get at the parks.
1: Well, you don't. You don't only get them at the parks.
0: You don't only get them there, but you can. That's more of packing for the park day. If you already have them, make sure you carry them back with you. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah
1: uh you should also take shoes shoes bring your magic bands magic bands
0: don't forget those magic (laughs) bands shirts no shoes no shirts no service
1: makeup for the ladies
0: ladies makeup or men's makeup
1: good news is you really don't have to take shampoo and conditioner because the stuff they have in the room is nice
0: yeah, the H two O stuff. So, and of course, we got to see it now in its new um, distribution methodology, where yes. they actually have it like bolted to the wall. Yeah, and you have to use a little squirt bottle, the nozzle on top. Um, and that's fine because I just made sure to use a lot of it.
1: Yeah, I did too. Actually, you kind of need to because it doesn't lather up that well.
0: Yeah, they de- it I, at th- I think it's really just the value resorts. I'm not sure, but I think it's just the value resorts where they're bolting it to the wall like that.
1: Oh, no, that makes me feel good. <laughs>
0: because, you know, people are like, I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm taking this shampoo home. I know I would. I always oh, do.
1: The cheap people at the value hey, resorts. When
0: I stay at any hotel, I'm going to be leaving with whatever the, like, the travel size shampoo. If they give me body wash, <laughs> lotion, all that's coming with me. Also a pin from the room that's you got to take Hold a pin. Hold on.
1: I have to interrupt because we just got back from Atlanta and he brought back the little bottle of mouthwash. Yeah, we stayed
0: at a fancy <laughs> hotel in Atlanta and they had they gave us a little travel size <laughs> mouthwash and I liked What well, what am I going to do? Leave? They're not going to reuse that? They're not going to let the next guest use my mouthwash. <laughs> that's coming with me.
1: Oh, it's so silly. So, it's really fun.
0: But that's that's taking things away from the room. Let's talk about what we're taking. So yes. we've covered a lot of the basics here. I, th- I don't know if we said, sh- you said shoes. <laughs> you one really things- want
1: to tell people they need to take no. their shoes? <laughs> no, but you started this. So I know. I'm sorry. Um,
0: one of the things that take we... Take tennis shoes. Yeah. Take so a you-
1: picture of your cat.
0: Yes, take a picture of your cat. One of the things you have to keep in mind... You need to take tennis shoes with you because you're going to be walking a lot. Don't don't be thinking you're going to walk through the park in flip-flops or boots or high heels or Oh, it hurts. because it's a huge mistake. You don't want to make that mistake. You're going to be taking a lot of steps every single day. And the other thing to keep in mind is you should not take like a brand new pair of shoes to Disney. You need to break in your shoes before you go. Yeah. Um and I mean you just you that's a terrible mistake. And you can ruin your trip on the first couple of days if you get bad blisters on your feet. Uh, one of the things that people say you can do is like duct tape your feet. Have you okay. ever heard about that? No. So you put duct tape on the bottom of your feet, and it'll prevent you from getting blisters and stuff. Hmm. So that's something you can do. But yeah, definitely take a good pair of shoes that are not just fresh off the shelf. That's uh, a that would be a huge mistake.
1: Maybe take a camera.
0: Take a camera. Well, your phone has a camera, but are you saying like take a disp- disposable? Yeah. Like a specific camera for the trip. It's you,
1: you don't want to take out your phone. It's,
0: it's not a bad idea. It's a little uncommon now to see people with those disposable cameras. But really, I mean, you're going to take pictures with your phone. But it's kind of nice. Like give the kids disposable cameras to take with them into the parks. And let them kind of get their own pictures. And then when you get home, you, you could print the pictures and let them have like a scrapbook of yeah. pictures that they took. Bring your autograph books if you've got those at home. Or you can get a new one when you get there, because really we talked about it before. Part of the experience is going and meeting the characters, and you've got to get you got to try to collect all the autographs. That's important.
1: Huh. I I I would just personally recommend ringing the Switch if you have one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Whenever the parks close, you have to have something to do. Yeah, sleep. Nope. Yes, I don't sleep. <laughs>
0: I recommend sunscreen. As a person who myself is a vampire and burst into flame when I step into the sun, there's a lot mm-hmm. of it in Florida.
1: Not only do you take that with you, but you take it into the park.
0: Yeah, and maybe you need to bring some aloe because mm-hmm. you're probably going to get burnt anyway. Um, plastic bags, like Ziploc bags, are not a bad idea to pack with you because, as as they are doing now, when you get onto Splash Mountain, it's not a bad idea to put your phone in a Ziploc bag before you ride water rides or. If there's pop-up thunderstorms and stuff and you just want to protect your stuff, Ziploc bags are a good idea. Um, I would recommend fanny packs. Nope. <laughs> you got to take a fanny pack. <laughs> you got to. They're very useful. They may not look great and maybe they're not the highest fashion, but I think fanny packs are, are clutch because they're nice to carry the things you need. If you don't want to keep your wallet, keys, phone, all that kind of stuff in your pockets, fanny pack's where it's at. Yeah. Tylenol. You know, I don't think it's a bad idea to take, like, some Tylenol, some Dramamine if you get motion sick. you got to take that kind of stuff with you.
1: To the park.
0: Well, you got to pack it.
1: Well, right, but you're...
0: You can buy it at the resort, but it's going to be more expensive for less.
1: Right, I agree, but I'm saying, like, yeah, of course, if you have to pack it, but you're going to be double-saying stuff when you talk about what to take to the park.
0: I will. I don't mind. Okay. What else should people bring with them, Garrett?
1: Um, you should bring, I don't know. Hats, um, sunglasses. Yeah, you should bring, like, your Mickey ears.
0: Yeah, you can bring your Mickey ears. Um, I mean, you always probably want to buy some new ones when you get down there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but bring your Mickey ears so you have a variety to wear in the parks. You should bring your, um...
1: Bring a water bottle. No, you can't. Can you?
0: You can bring water bottles in the park. Yeah,
1: bring like one a, of those. Yeah. Wait, have we switched to park? What to bring to the park?
0: Well, he's saying, like, bring it with you so you can take it with you in the parks. It's it's not a bad idea because we've mentioned before, I mean, you got to stay hydrated when you're in the parks. Bring your money. Bring your money. Bring your money. That's true.
1: Don't want to forget that. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, so going into the parks, like a day in the parks, what are you going to put in your backpack?
1: All those things.
0: All those things. Uh, your underwear, your socks. Yes. Your, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I think it's really important. So things that I would carry: band-aids, mm-hmm. just in case someone like gets hurt, or even if you get a blister, ladies, you know, on your feet, you can put that band-aid on there. Yep. it'll help protect it. Um, and then like taking your sunscreen, mm-hmm. taking some cups or something that you can put water in. Yeah, we
0: talked before about those collapsible cups. Yeah, it would be really good if you had some of those because
1: they give free water, but they're small cups. Yep, take um, you up. You know, personal items. If an emergency happens.
0: Oh, so it's a good point. So you're you're talking about for ladies. Yeah. Specifically, that's right. That's a good point. Garrett. Yeah,
1: he does make a very good point. <laughs> um, and he's not even a lady. He's thinking about the ladies. Well, we're raising our family right.
0: has had experience with this, so we need. Yes. We know you should be prepared.
1: Yes. Um also think it'd be good go ahead and, t- and bring your chargers with you because if you sit somewhere you might be um, able to plug in yeah you may h- get an opportunity to plug in somewhere yeah
0: it's not a bad idea yeah. i mean you're, you should probably you need your charger cable anyway because you can plug it into the fu- fuel rods right so you might as well carry those um if you don't already have the fuel rods buy them in the parks but seriously you're gonna need them because your my disney experience app and your play disney app are gonna drain that battery all mm-hmm. day um so I also recommend bringing those plastic bags we talked about, bringing, yeah. bringing your Tylenol, your Dramamine, whatever it is you need for the day. And you can bring food in the parks. Never forget that. Yeah. So snacks, power bars, nutri whatever it is you want to bring, it's, it's really a good idea to do that because either you could skip like one of your meals by having like trail mix or whatever it is you want to eat. And you can actually, you know, take advantage of waiting in line a little while, eat some of your snacks that'll fuel you up and keep you going. So, you don't have to stop.
1: Yeah. And um, don't... Oh, shoot. I already forgot what it was I was going to say. There's something that I think that people shouldn't forget.
0: <laughs> and you forgot it.
1: And I forgot it. Well... This is how I do things, though. Oh, don't forget your driver's license in case you want to have a drink. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because they won't give it to you unless you have your driver's Carry license. Carry
0: your ID. Put that in the bag. Yep. And it's a good idea. I really do think that you should go uh, backpack. You don't want to be carrying purses around. You don't want to carry. I mean, sling bags are okay, but I like having the pockets, extra yeah. pockets. I like. I think the straps are a lot more comfortable on a regular bag. I mean, if you're not going to go fanny pack, go backpack. Yeah. Fanny pack might not have enough room for you anyway. It's
1: ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I think we've covered a lot of it. I. What else is there? Anything we're missing?
1: I don't know. People should let us know if we've missed something. They think it's a good idea to take it with them on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Shout out. We'll mention it the next time we come on the air. We can say, here's something we forgot.
1: Bananas.
0: Bananas. (laughs) Yeah, I think that probably about covers it. That gets you ready for the day. Things come up. I guess the, the big message is... Playing for the unexpected. Yes. You might want to pack ponchos mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, those rainstorms ponchos. are going to pop up. So either pack like a small umbrella or ponchos or something in your bag. Ponchos are easy cuz you can fold, fold them up. But surprisingly, they're not super expensive in the parks, but if you already have them, you might as well. Yeah. take them with you. Right. I mean, you kind of got to think about it about it's your survival bag. Mm-hmm. So so what do you need to survive in the extreme Florida conditions and, you know, how are you going to get through? It's going to be a long day.
1: Yeah. Um, my feet already hurt talking about it.
0: Yeah, you're gonna be hungry. You're gonna be thirsty. You're gonna probably be in pain at some point. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. You may shed a tear oh. because your husband won't stop walking. And make vast. sure,
0: make sure not to forget your pens and your autograph books in your in your pack for the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: gotta remember that stuff.
1: Make sure to uh, not forget your magic items.
0: Magic items. Yes, yeah. like voodoo. Yep. Got it. Okay. It okay. actually
1: sounds like that with you. you have to take a lot to the parks, but you really don't. I mean, like if you got a backpack, it should all fit.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. I mean and you don't wanna have it like super heavy, packed full no. because that's gonna add to the pain your feet are experiencing throughout the day. So you don't wanna overload it, but right. I just think you gotta be prepared. I agree. Just think about this make sure you're checking the weather. Make sure that you are, sunglasses, we didn't even mention sunglasses, you probably should take, it is bright, on a bright sunny day in Florida, make sure you've got your sunglasses with you. Yeah. Um,
1: And hair ties for long hair. Hair ties
0: are important. There you go. See, see, we missed some stuff. You gotta have your hair ties, you wanna pull your hair back. It might not be a bad idea to take like a small rag or something, that if you wanted to wet it down to help you cool off, or to pat yourself dry because you're sweating to death.
1: Yeah, like, but you would need a rag for each individual because I'm not sharing my sweaty rag well, sure. with someone else. Sure, take
0: take a few take a few uh, washcloths. You might as, you might as well do that. That's not a bad idea. That's not you something we've ever done. But we could just take those from the room. <laughs> yeah, you could take those from the room, just like your travel size shampoo. And sh- <laughs> no, I don't mean take them home. Although people do that too. Yeah, no. that's not something I've ever done. I don't take towels and washcloths from the no. room. No, I do take lamps. No. <laughs>
1: That makes sense I, I take the beds.
0: garrett takes the bed with him they're yeah. nice they're nice beds
1: take the remote control yeah
0: take, you always need a remote control that has a netflix button ours doesn't
1: yeah yeah <laughs> we need it
0: yeah all right i think that's we've it we've covered both what to take to the room and what to take from the room <laughs> so as sam monorail mentioned if you want to help us out putting this list together you know, give us a shout out on Twitter at morning monorail. Help yes. us help us with our complete incomplete list. And um, you could email us as well. If you want to give us feedback or maybe say something that 280 characters just won't do the trick for you. You can email us at Monday morning monorail at gmail.com.
1: I feel like 280 is a lot.
0: It is a lot of characters. Yeah. More characters than a Disney movie. <laughs> and <laughs> um, And you can also call the voicemail. And we we might even play you on the air if you do such a thing. Um, Really quickly, I just wanted to give a shout-out because on Instagram, we had one of our new friends actually tell us that they listened to the show, they listened to episode 23, and they enjoyed it, which that's what we're looking for, really. It was the part of Our World podcast on Instagram. So really appreciate the shout-out. Thanks for listening to us. We'll have to check your show out as well. I would love to tell you I already have, but I haven't. I will now. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today. Thanks so much for listening. Join us next week. Have a magical week. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week.